Transmitting from the Mojave Wilderness in Joshua Tree, California. Now is the time for Desert Oracle Radio, the voice of the desert. Night has fallen on the desert. A rainy night in the generally dried up old desert. The wind howling. The leaks appearing in the ceiling. Drip, drip, drip. All this rain after all this snow, all year long we wait for a little bit of weather out here. And when it comes on a night like this, a year deep into the global pandemic and global reckoning. Well, that's what you call a mood. There are always joyful things, little delights, if you can keep yourself open to them. The roadrunner pecking at the glass door. You want in, buddy? The coyote who gives you a sideways glance before vanishing into the brush. The dainty little desert kit fox prints the snow up by Black Rock Canyon. The guy at the liquor store who always recognizes you beneath the hat and the bandana and makes some friendly conversation. But hanging over all of it, there's some gloom. There's no use denying it. Dear Lord, give me the serenity to avoid cheery optimism, etc. All systems are on the edge, worn out. Worn out like the past century that reluctantly gives way to the new century. The Great War and the Spanish Flu and the Great Depression created the world of the 20th century as our very different but not entirely dissimilar earthquakes and global shakeups seem to be making the 21st century start for real in our current year of weird times. on deck the video game store the looming civil war the decline of the west coast and the fading game show host variant strains and stomach pains 
Over this past year, if you haven't succumbed to the usual or the novel, maybe you found yourself facing the great dilemma. Should I go to the doctor for this probably minor malady and risk death or a long, miserable viral illness? Or should I just wait it out? Try a home remedy? Some whiskey or maybe a nice pipe outside under the stars. Look up at the night sky, see if anybody's coming to help. set string of Elon Musk low-orbit internet satellites has a better version of the internet than the regular one. For reasons I cannot fully follow, a lot of people discovered the word existential in recent months. Most of them don't seem to know what it means. Like they think maybe it means philosophical or historical. Who knows what anybody thinks? All you know is their shtick, the people in public. Virtual public, I guess. But in the most banal and accurate way it becomes an existential question when you're deciding whether or not you need to get out of the house and maybe run an errand get something to eat this becomes your daily existential question Do I want to go to the evil home improvement warehouse store to get a bucket for the water dripping from the yellowed ceiling and deal with a bunch of dumb brutes making a big show of not wearing their plague mask and talking real loud like anybody gives a feral donkey's genitalia? Like they haven't heard it all before. When the restaurant patios finally opened up again last spring, I was glad to sit at a table outside and hear some human conversation around me while I nursed a cocktail and occasionally paid attention to whatever I was reading. But almost immediately, I think by the second or third outdoor dining experience, a certain archetype had appeared. The guy who wonders if you've considered the most obvious thing in the world. And this is addressed to the server. 
as if the server hasn't heard this exact thing from this exact character a hundred times in the week after reopening. You know what I've been wondering? Says the guy, not asking at all. Not in any way cognizant of the fact that absolutely no one has ever cared what this guy has ever said or thought about anything ever. Which perversely makes the guy more proud of himself. And then he turns the mouth volume up a few notches because probably the other six or seven tables around him are also full of people who've never once wondered what this schmuck thinks about anything. I've been wondering if this whole thing's a fake. And then the other server comes by, and you sort of regretfully decline a second cocktail, just gonna head back home. That was enough humanity, I guess. It was never going to be any other way in this country. And it was apparent from day one. Everything was broken and deranged to start with. So one shock to the system would have done it. Instead, we got all of them. Not one after another, but everything all the time. This is really happening. What do you do with 340 million people who really have nothing to do? Survival isn't really something we do. It's something we endure. We're not made for just that, never were. Work-wise, we were made for a couple hours of labor per day. That's what our nomadic ancestors put in for food and shelter. The rest of the time was just vibing, you know? Traveling to a different place. Telling stories around the fire. Getting high and talking to the gods. That was life. But then the first Mark Zuckerbergs appeared. Empty vessels filled by evil spirits. years ago here in what we call the American desert today the happy people who sheltered easily in tule huts and limestone caves along the rich inland seas and year round rivers well they began to run into a couple of problems 
used to be you could wander around for a couple of hours and find a giant sloth or something, and you had meat that could be salted and dried for many weeks or months, fur and skins for comfortable shoes and coats and blankets, and all the fresh water and wild berries and fruits and greens you desired. And those magical little buttons off the cactus for the regular communing with your dream life and the spirit world and the great invisible data stream in the sky that talked to you, showed you things, amazed and delighted your senses. And then over time, the big animals became scarce. As did the year-round good weather, the ample fresh water. And before too long, the little bands of people, family and friends, started getting a little more protective of their usual mountain or valley or riverfront camp and a little less welcome to wander freely themselves. Along the shrinking rivers and seasonal streams, those who could began banding together in larger groups to protect each other from the other roving bands of people. It got to where it was not safe to simply sleep outside on a fine summer night. And so began the construction of cliffside apartment houses, the dreary business of next-door neighbors and latrines and year-round garbage dumps, always full of flies and vermin. It got hotter and it got drier. The great inland seas of the Mojave and Great Basin dried up to playas of harsh minerals, where nothing grew where the occasional water pooled on the surface was too salty to drink. you wanted, in harmony with your environment and your small band of wandering friends and relations, you got up and did what the man told you to do. 
That was when we lost Eden. And that's why they recycled that sad old story in the Old Testament. That's what Abraham was looking for again, you know? Paradise Lost. Abram, whatever. Always with the name changes. It's like in hip-hop. The Eden they remembered was up there where the rivers ran deep and the grass was green. Piney mountains and great herds of enormous deer-cow creatures. We would later turn into cattle. But for the humans, no bosses, no kings, no sacred whore at the top of the tower awaiting the visiting host of the air. No boss man in his crown, the corona, in vulgar imitation of the radiant aura around the goddesses who still walked the countryside then as they still do today. Mesopotamia was something like Phoenix. Ancient Phoenix and today's Phoenix. Too hot, too crowded, not enough water, the wealth in too few hands. Too many have-nots and too many nutcases all around. Not enough of what the people needed. No space, no air, no freedom. And so they scattered, not in confusion like in the Tower of Babel story, but in relief. Finally, good riddance. Sell the condo, get some cattle, and just wander. Wander toward the cool breezes of the Mediterranean. Like we used to do, like we did again. Like we will again, someday. On this world or another. In this realm or another. One group of nomads would meet another, maybe in violence, but mostly in neighborly respect. Especially the young people. The old man sees an approaching caravan and he reaches for his beating stick. And the young people start combing their hair. Maybe break out a little of that fragrant oil from Persia or Egypt. The spirits enjoy it when we are free again. Out on the land, in harmony with the land. It's quiet. It's beautiful. It's wild. And the spirits want our company. They want to commune with us. They want a little substance so that they can break into the visible light spectrum. Maybe even take physical form just for a while. Long enough for a roll in the hay, you know? 
long enough for some of that sweet-smelling barbecue on the altar. The essence from a cup of wine. We still do that today, you know, pour a little out. That's not just for us. The nature of the kids is that they're always up to something new. You told them not to go in the cave, and now they're in there all the time. Painting beautiful animals and bug-eyed spirits on the cave walls. Pressing their young hands to the limestone. Leaving red palm prints that will last for tens of thousands of years. The first social media post, God forgive us. And the old folks around the fire chanting drearily, what are we coming to? No room for me, no fun for you. Hey, let's check the desert weather, shall we? Here at the close of the first month of the first year of the third decade of the 21st century common era, Gregorian calendar, planet Terra, solar system number one, Orion arm, the Milky Way, local group, Virgo cluster, etc. Joshua Tree and Yucca Valley. Rain here and there, cloudy and cool throughout the week. Lows in the 30s. A little bit cooler in Landers, a little bit wetter, but otherwise the same. 29 Palms, a little warmer, a little bit drier. Amboy, Mojave Trails National Monument, Mother Road, Route 66, will see daytime temperatures reach the low 70s by late next week, partly cloudy till then, with many spectacular clouds and many impossible shapes forecast for midweek. Make sure and go look at them. Boulder City, Nevada, much the same for your work week. Don't work if you don't have to. Hurricane Utah showers tonight and Wednesday. Low 30s for your night times, except for Monday night. Warmer on Monday night. No one knows why. Silver City, New Mexico. Cold tonight, cold tomorrow night. Rainy mid next week. Maybe consider getting a dog. Dragoon Mountains, Arizona. Cloudy all week. It'll get down to the 20s a couple nights. Might want to get a couple of dogs. Or get more familiar with that good-looking neighbor you keep running into at the post office. Come up with something kind of normal, you know? Don't be all weird. You can work up to the weird stuff. Well, I guess that's the general forecast for the American Southwest. We've got one of these atmospheric rivers coming through. I was reading something in the paper by 
by Sammy Roth, I think, about the atmospheric river, how much water it carries. He said something like 15 times the volume of the Mississippi River. A flying river, imagine that. We get them now and then. With the climate changing so rapidly and so many headlines about this or that happening so soon or so out of line with projections, I start to come up with projections of my own. If nobody knows exactly what's coming, I guess my guess is as good as anybody's. to Zizek's and across the great Mojave wilderness, you've been listening to Desert Oracle Radio. I'm your host, Ken Lane. The soundscapes you've been listening to on this program are by Joshua Tree's own Red, Blue, Black, Silver. So, what kind of climate scenario do I sometimes wonder about? Well, what if these atmospheric rivers just keep coming because of the warming oceans and so forth? And it starts getting greener and milder here in the desert. The seasonal streams become rivers. The dry lakes fill up. Well, imagine that. You know the story the Shoshone tell about Lake Manly? That the people before them were seagoing people in their long boats across the great inland seas. And that over time, as the land dried up and the water receded, those earlier people did not go away. They just stayed up in their mountain lairs. And now their long boats traveled across the open sky from mountain peak to mountain peak. And that's what those beautiful, strange, lighted ships are that sometimes pass quietly above the Timbisha Shoshone in the night. Old stories from long ago, long before our modern people had finally figured out how to crash a winged bicycle on the beach in North Carolina, first in flight. We'd like to welcome W-O-O-L out of Bellow Falls, Vermont. Joining our makeshift network of participating community radio stations from coast to coast. Black Sheep Radio, 91.5 on your FM dial. And wherever you are, we got a podcast. Desert Oracle Radio, we appreciate your support on Patreon. We appreciate you listening. Good night from the voice of the desert. <laughs>